0: Hello and welcome back to a new year of City On Air. I'm Yasmin Pamol
1: And I'm Tom McEwan.
0: Today we talk to the Vice President about the 24-hour library. We look ahead to Fab Feb and we shine a light on City's LGBT society.
1: But first, more often than not students will find themselves needing to find new parts of the university at the start of term. Joe Holdings here to tell us more about the less significant university buildings.
2: As is so often the case at the beginning of the year, many students have been allocated new classrooms for their lectures and seminars. However, there have been reports of problems this week with some students being unaware of room changes on their timetable. In some cases, students have been completely unable to find the lesser known university buildings. City student Joshua Walters was one such person.
3: I mean, they changed that on the timetable without us even realising, so on Tuesday we just checked the timetable again and found her in a completely different building and no-one knew where we were going, so we had to ask at the desk.
2: For those of you who are unsure where the more obscure buildings are, here's a quick list. Parks Building is situated on Sebastian Street off Northampton Square and the Middleton and Goswell Place buildings are accessible via Goswell Road. A full breakdown of all the buildings is available on the University's website and maps can also be obtained in the main reception.
0: Have you ever had to pull an all-nighter in the lead-up to exams? Georgia Humphreys is here to talk about the library's opening hours. It was decided last November that the 24-hour library would be maintained for the exam period. I asked Amish Patel, Vice President of the Students' Union, if opening the library to students all night long this month had been a success.
3: If we compare the usage figures uh, to last year and the year before, they've increased across almost all nighttime measurable time slots, barring one, which only saw a 4% decrease in average use. So yes, it has been.
0: Even though hundreds of people used the library to revise, some people posted on the Facebook page about problems with the Wi-Fi. Amish said there are big plans being made by the new university information officer to improve this.
3: From what I've gathered he has a huge plan to completely overhaul the Wi-Fi across the entire campus. He came from I believe Aberdeen University and created the largest (laughs) European hotspot on an educational campus.
0: Following this I found out more about what's most important on the student union's agenda to improve our university.
3: Technology has uh, become further and further embedded within the everyday educational experience across the country um, and across the sector and it's something that's moving at such a fast rate that if you are caught lagging, university will fall behind. So I think technology within education will be the next big push that comes from the union.
1: Now we're all back and settled after the Christmas holidays, starting next week is Fab Feb. Freya Hudson spoke to the Vice President of Activities, Ellis Cresswell, who told us what the event's all about.
0: Fab Feb is this year's version of refreshes uh, to make sure that it can actually include as many students as possible. Some of them are the study abroad students who are starting for this term only and there's some SHS students who are just about to start just to make sure that everyone can get involved in all the different events that are going on.
2: All the events around the university are either organised by the university, the union or societies. Anyone can get involved with FabFab, but there are a few things which have been put on, so the study abroad students have something to look forward to, like the Super Bowl, which will be on the 5th of February. Sadler's Bar will be open until about 4 o'clock in the morning for that one, so it should be a lot of fun. Ellis also told me about some of the other big events going on around
0: City. got the usual I Love Wednesdays, Uh, so we've got I Love Pride by LGBT, that should be really good fun. There's also I Love Nursing and I Love Scandinavia. There's the uh, few different end of exam parties and end of term parties later on, the open mic night information. Uh, We're hoping to have a few different events around Valentine's Day.
2: You can see a full calendar of FabFab events on the Colsey website at culsu.co.uk forward slash FabFab. It's a live calendar, which means you can keep up with the latest information and see what's going on. It should be a fun month.
0: In other news, the media fair takes place on Tuesday the 31st of January in the Oliver Thompson foyer. Come join the on-air crew and the rest of the media team to find out how you can get involved with the CULSU student media. Bloomberg Media will be hosting a careers event on Monday 30th of January at 6pm in room B104. They'll be showcasing opportunities with the Bloomberg Media community, as well as giving a talk, followed by a Q&A session. You can register for the event and find out more information on the City Careers website.
1: Next up is sport, and we've got a bumper section of results for you, including details of all the action from the last week of 2011. First up, the results from the 7th of December. We had a scoreless draw in men's hockey with the King's College London Medics, and two football victories, with the first team winning 2-0 away from home against UCL's third team, and City's second team winning 2-1 at home against the University of Greenwich. There was also a 47-36 home win for the netball team against the University of East London. Now the results from Wednesday the 25th of January, the first bit of university sport this calendar year. Six matches over six sports were meant to take place, but only four went ahead. Two matches called off resulted in a walkover win for the men's hockey team against the Royal Free and University College Medical School, while the women's fencing team were unable to field a side against University College London women's second team, so that meant an automatic defeat for City. The men's basketball team lost in their first match of 2012 after being beaten at home by Queen Mary University 74-66. The University of Hertfordshire's second team also inflicted defeat on us in rugby union, beating our first team at their ground by the narrowest of victories, 22 points to 21. The remaining two matches were wins for City, coming from our first men's badminton team, who beat Canterbury Christchurch 7-1 at home, extending their unbeaten winning streak this season. And finally, City's second football team won 1-0 away against the University of Creative Arts in Kent. City are currently 100th, in the Bucks League table with 69.5 points with our best performers in fencing and basketball contributing 27.5 and 26 of our total points. That's all from University Sport this week.
0: Gabrielle's here now to give us an insight into City's LGBT society.
3: LGBT stands for Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual and Transgender and February's LGBT History Month. We spoke with Julia Fulano, the spokesman for LGBT society, to find out what it's all about.
4: What we really aim to do is create a safe space or a place where um, LGBT people could feel open and um, about their sexuality and just kind of uh, we we hold talks about sexuality in different countries uh, where it's not as open as the UK, we also uh, arrange a lot of socials, so it's it's kind of an educational slash social group but the main aim is to have a, have, have a safe space where people feel like they can be themselves. LGBT History Month um, started in uh, 2005. It was set up in conjunction of the government removing what was known as Section 28, which basically prohibited schools from talking about LGBT people um, or including it in the curriculum and LGBT History Month basically tries to do the opposite of that. It encourages organisations and schools to advertise prominent LGBT People where and if they can, it's like a celebration of diversity, a celebration of being lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. We don't often hear about somebody called Alan Turing, who was persecuted by the government for his sexuality, oh. and he ended up committing suicide because he was kind of driven to such a dark corner, because being gay was really un- unacceptable in his time. So the aim of LGBT History Month is to kind of reverse that and just to kind of show people that it's fine to be gay, it's okay to be yourself. You know, an event in the student union bar next Wednesday called "I Love Pride," um, and that's basically going to be an LGBT-themed night. So we're going to, you know, have rainbow flags around. We're going to have uh, lots of pop music playing and things like that. So, and, and we've invited LGBT societies from across London as well. So we hope it's going to be good turnout and a good night for everybody and we thought that was a really initially a really light-hearted way of getting the message out but we've also had we have a number of talks and di- discussions scheduled we've got somebody coming in from the NUS uh, the National Union of students LGBT branch talking about sexuality and whether they've gone far enough and obviously one of the last hurdles now in this country is same-sex marriage which is mm. uh, having trouble kind of really being championed by the government but we're getting there
1: and finally, here's our usual roundup of what's on this week.
0: If you want to be entertained this week, then visit The View Cinema in Angel, where you can catch all the new releases, including Madonna's Golden Globe winner W.E., Clint Eastwood's J. Edgar, The Sitter starring Jonah Hill, and BAFTA nominated Coriolanus. On Friday, the infamous propaganda at the O2 Academy in Islington is going for an Australian theme, so if you're craving some indie, get your boomerangs ready for DJ Dan. Saturday and Sunday sees the annual Winter Wonders Weekend, so if you want to get out but are feeling a bit short on cash, then visit the Walk London website. You'll find loads of different walks and hopefully one will suit your fancy. Now, 2012 is the year of the dragon and what better way to celebrate than heading over to Trafalgar Square for a day of celebrations this Sunday. The festivities will begin at 10.15am with a parade of colourful floats from Trafalgar Square to Rupert Street. The afternoon will be filled with music, dance, Chinese dragons, lions and acrobats, with the day reaching its climatic end of fireworks display at 5.40pm.
1: A while ago we interviewed City music grad Edward Bell about his career and involvement in the Uni Music League. Edward will be representing City on February 3rd in the quarterfinal. The night starts at 7pm and will be held in the University of London Student Union. And now we're going to play for you Edward's song, The River.
5: You're running on empty So tired of all the noise And you hate this bubble And you raise your voice Cause you just crave silence And you just crave you You crave the glory days of a better you. What happens now? When will the river burst its sides? When will it wash away the tears? sound will come So you look for exits And there's only
1: that was edward bells the river if you want to vote for edward pop over to the city on air facebook page where we'll be putting up a link and that's it from us here today tune in next friday for more news from your city campus
0: i'm yasmin Pamul.
1: and i'm tom McEwen.
0: a belated happy new year from us here at city on air (laughs)